Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you're joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making the show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Just confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. People, we are so fucked Pineapple. up. We're we're hella fucked up. We're jumping right into this episode because I'm fucked up and I can't deal with this any longer. And I gotta drive somewhere tomorrow, which is not gonna be fun. John is no What? What'd you say? You heard me. What'd you say? You heard me. I didn't. What did I you say? I said Don is no fun. <laughs> Don don't want to talk shit. Don't want to get job no, done and be like, bitch. Because Stephanie's episode, which we did before this, was supposed to be only an hour and 33 minutes, and it turned into a three hour and 10 minute episode. Listen, you know. Because she went on we 8 million edited, tangents. Okay, you could just send it to me and I can listen to it if you didn't want to. That's not how this it. works. All right. Okay, then why are you fucking bringing it up? Goddamn. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? I am fine. Okay, I'm great. Um. <laughs> nothing what happened that, well besides the sadness what happened this week you have you you happy you okay you i'm okay all right gucci's a little too high to aim for mm-hmm. these bbls are killing y'all and, and the thighs don't match i'm okay you're okay right i'm fine do you know a movie we're do- wait a second welcome to Explain to me. A podcast for two women. Two schwammin'. Talk about a film that's confusing in plot, and the twist is one of us has to be drunk to tell it, and today that's me. Drunker, we both fucked up. Yeah, Stephanie is equally <laughs> fucked up. I'm so good. <laughs> Should I hit this I one more don't time? No, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what movie we're doing. Yeah, she absolutely does. Because I, I told remember. her. Oh, okay. My memory is two seconds. Why aren't you fucking giving me that shit? <laughs> So she doesn't remember what movie we were doing, but I told her last night. We are doing 1992's Sleepwalkers. Now, I know this isn't a very confusing movie. Some would call it dumb, but it's so crazy that I had to tell it. And also, I had a bad day yesterday, so I wanted to do something fun. Sleepwalkers. Ted Talkers. (laughs) The director of this movie is Mick Garris. He wrote Hocus Pocus, The Fly. Disney movie? Yeah. Okay. The Fly 2, Critter 2, The Main Course, and Batteries Not Included. The Fly 2? Yeah. Well, what a dink. Oh, because Cronenberg directed The Fly, yeah. yeah. And what? What was the last one? Batteries Not Included. It's an oh, 80s movie about, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's a good movie. That's a classic. So, the writer of this film is none other. They're so cute. I was... <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. No? No. It's little fucking, like... Uh, alien robots that land in an apartment building and shit that happens in the apartment I know, building. I my sisters used to watch when they were it's kids. Really they loved it. It's really fucking cute. The writer of this They're movie. 
second one. The writer of this movie is none other than Stephen King. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. Is it is it based off of a book that he so wrote? So the trivia fact is, is this is one of his first movies that was not based off a book he wrote. So he wrote the screenplay. He just wrote the screenplay. Interesting. What other movies has he... I don't know. I, feel I didn't like all look the at... other ones he has are Not based everyone, off of maybe. Books. He might have written screenplays for other movies that weren't books. Um, okay. But Stephanie had to ruin that trivia fact. So now at the end of the, the episode... Because all the right questions. <laughs> I'm in this, bitch. This movie stars people you don't know. <laughs> everyone. We have Brian Krause, who the most famous thing he's done is Charmed. He played um, Paige or Piper's boyfriend. And then we have, as the leading lady, Machem Amick. I know I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but I don't know how to speak German. And Alice Cridge. So. What's the movie title? Here? You tell me. What's the movie title? Sleepwalkers. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> well, when are you going to be ready for a question? 1992. Oh. Um, what the fuck is she? Okay. I'm ready. Hit me. Hit me. What would you do? If you walked in on your boyfriend making out with his mother. <laughs> Leave immediately. You don't even want to ask, like, what the fuck? No. No. I don't <laughs> need to. <laughs> no, why? No. What happened here? No. Is this a crime? Yeah, absolutely. Can I get in on it? <laughs> no. So you, your answer is leave immediately. Straight up fucking leave. Come back when I know he's at work. Grab all my shit. <laughs> get the fuck out. Okay. Follow up question. Okay. You find out that your boyfriend and his mother are cat people. What bothers you more? The cat people or the incest? The incest. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind cats. <laughs> These aren't cats. Well, you know what? I feel like if he, I knew he was part cat, I would know because, fun fact for you, Cat penises have cartilage spikes on them, so when cats fuck, the penis of the male cat scratches the inside of the female's vagina, so it releases the egg. So he causes trauma in her hoo-ha. <laughs> okay. Um. So I feel like if that was happening to me, I would know. So the movie opens <laughs> to some words that I was not about to type down. Type down. Yeah. Type <laughs> It says, Sleepwalker. A nomadic shape-shifting creature with human and feline origins, vulnerable to the deadly scratch of the cat, the sleepwalker feeds upon the life force of virginal human females, probable source of the vampire legend. Chilocote, <laughs> Encyclopedia of Arcane Knowledge, 1st edition, 1884. So you're telling me that this cat being is vulnerable to cat scratches? Yes. And you know that website? That don't make sense. Does the dog die in the movie? No. You don't know that website? It tells you, you type in a movie and it tells you if an animal is killed in it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm high, so this isn't going <laughs> to be a good joke. But this movie is like, not does the cat die, how many cats die? Because the amount of cat oh. murder in this movie is off the rails. Great. <laughs> so the opening of the movie, is that what I just read? Is this f Don't Fuck With Cats, the movie? No, because you are fucking with cats full force. But the cats are fucking back, you'll see. So Okay. We see a beach and some cops on a cliff talking about... A mother and son Gilgo that Beach. no, not Gilgo Beach. A mother and son that people haven't seen in a couple of days. 
One neighbor says that she hasn't seen them to till, till Tuesday. So I said, it might be Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> they are looking for the son's car. They put a bolo out on it. You know what a bolo is? Yes, I do. Okay. What is it? I've done, done a search on the license plate and the car model. Yeah, but what does bolo stand for? Oh, I don't fucking remember Be that. on the lookout. So it's a Trans Am electric blue car. Okay. They shoot to a house where the cops are standing outside of it and slowly pans over and there are hundreds of cats hanging from the roof from like nooses and a tree from nooses but they're also some of their body parts are hanging out of them they're they like obviously were like had their necks broken they're cut the fuck up their guts are hanging out yep fun what a nice holiday christmas tree decoration idea so cop one is like sheriff what do you think happened and the sheriff is like I don't know, but somebody sure doesn't like cats. It don't be a goddamn puss massacre out in here. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel the sheriff. I don't like cats, so they enter the house. Seventy loved cats. I love all animals except I, for fucking cockroaches. And they're, they're not an animal. And it doesn't what? That cockroaches aren't animals. People have insects as pets. It doesn't matter that they can be pets. They're not animals. They're insects. <laughs> So they go in the house, and there are more dead cats all over the place. There's also, also blood hanging, hanging just... and then thrown on the floor, ripped open. It's there's, my new carpet. My there's new... blood on the walls, and then they hear a noise, and it sounds like a dog howling. So they open a closet in the <laughs> living room, <laughs> and a, a cat jumps out at them and like, <laughs> yep, does that. Stephanie is in this movie. And they're like, oh, they're like relieved. But then you hear a scream and a corpse just pops out of the closet and falls on the floor. If you, you can <laughs> jump scare corpses. It looks like a librarian mummy. <laughs> okay. If that makes sense. It's a little girl and they find a rose in her hair because they're like, what's that in her hair? And it's a rose. So then. I thought it was a fucking condom. We see the credits of the movie and there's hieroglyphics and there's a painting of a woman with titties, but she's got a cat head with a, with a weave. And she's breastfeeding a baby, a human baby. So, stuff like that. I don't know what the fuck it means. So, (laughs) then we cut to a scene where it says Travis, Indiana. So, I assume that that means we're in Travis, Indiana. Okay. You know the song Sleepwalk by Santo and Johnny? It goes like... God. Now I have to play it, but I know I sang it right. It definitely just doesn't have the ear. I'm high, <laughs> and I am drunk. And what does that mean? How dare you? What are the words? There's no words. There, it's just a, okay. Yeah. At least I don't think there are. Hold on. The original was instrumental, so I don't know if they're... There might be words I to know it, that, though. that rift. That rift, yeah. I should have done that. I fucked up. So, that song is playing. That song plays a lot in this movie. It's called Sleepwalk. Okay. You get it? Okay. No. We see a boy, and he's reading a book shirtless in his room. A boy? And you see him start cutting himself with a knife. He puts a capital T in his skin. Mark Wahlberg, fear style. Okay. And... It's a yearbook that he's looking at, and there's a heart drawn around a girl, and he just says, Tanya. And that's the name of the girl with the heart around her. 
His mother is in the living room watching from the window as one of the cats, the stray cats in the yard, gets closer to the house. And there's a bear trap in front of it. Like one of those you step in? Yes, yes. They have them laid out all over the yard. What the fuck? A cat, like, puts its paw in but quickly pulls it out, but it gets nicked by it. And you hear, like, a... Like, you do it, though. There you go. (laughs) So the mom is pissed. And her son... Stupid fucking cats, it's not for you. (laughs) Her son Charles is, like, standing near her, watching her, like, be, like, pissed about it. His mother's upset that the cat didn't die. And he says dance with me and she's like no i don't want to dance and he's like sure you do don't you want to dance (laughs) dance dance so now he's like swinging her around to this song and it's like sexy and romantic and he says what's for dinner and she says roast chicken this pussy i'm gonna do a special voice for her roast chicken oh i was so hoping you would do that (laughs) cranberry sauce and pumpkin pie for dessert he tells her cranberry sauce (laughs) He's going to the movies to ask a girl out. He says she's pretty. And his mom is like, is she nice? And he's like, are you jealous? So the mom's like concerned. And he just keeps now spinning her in succession around the room. Let me make you drunk. And then she says, should I be jealous? Do you like that? And then they oh, start no. And then they start making out. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so soon. He picks her up wedding style and runs up the stairs with her. And we see outside their bedroom window a purple electric glow. They're fucking. And this is my we, fuck light. <laughs> but then we cut to the local movie theater. Okay. And Tanya is cleaning her area. She's the concession stand girl. And she's listening to... I thought she, she's cleaning her pussy. <laughs> like, she's a scrubbing it. <laughs> she's listening to... Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And she's getting all into it. Like she's, she's, you know, the part where he's like, do live I can dance. Watch me now. Work, work, do the mashed potato. Work, work, now do the twist. So she's like shaking her body, like doing the twist and everything. She has old school headphones on and a walkman okay and she's dancing and cleaning it with a goddamn broom it's like carpet and it's this whole scene for like a minute and a half it's cute it sounds fun i like yeah watch this movie like (laughs) watch me now she turns and twists into charles by accident and her broom like falls and she's like oh i'm so sorry and he he picks up her broom and then they start doing that cute thing where you put your hands on top of the broom to see who gets to the top and then they laugh (laughs) so he introduces himself as charles brady okay and she's like oh hi nice to meet you and he's like can i get a popcorn and a coke and she asks while she's doing all this for him she's like am i blushing because she's embarrassed and he's like red looks good on you tanya and she's like oh how do you know my name you have a name tag he's like He's like, we have fourth grade, fourth period English together. So she's like, oh, you are the new kid that just moved from Ohio. And he's like, yeah, a town called Paradise Falls. You don't have to tell me that. I do, actually. Well, no, I'm saying oh. it as a girl. Like, <laughs> I thought you were saying that to me. I was going to no. smack the shit out of you. <laughs> that's too much info. She's done with the popcorn and the drink, and she slides it over. He puts money down, and she looks around, and she's like, just take it. And he's like, Ooh. really? Living on the edge. <laughs> And she's like, yeah. And so then he offers her a ride home after her shift. And she smiles, but then she's like, oh, you know, I can't. My dad's picking me up. And she says, besides, what would your girlfriend think if you gave pop the popcorn girl a ride home? And he's like, no, girlfriend, I'm new in town. 
And so he says thank you. Okay. And walks away. And he's like, at least you're not the alleyway ho. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wait. And he turns around and then she says, welcome to Travis. And he's like, thanks again. And walks away. And she's like As embarrassed. As if I didn't know where I was. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the movie theater closes. Her dad's waiting for her outside. And he's like, how was your day, honey? She's like, great. He's like, okay, put Worse your seatbelt on. <laughs> Worse now. I hate you, dad. <laughs> they drive away. And Charles walks out of the darkness of the wall. Of the- he doesn't walk out of the wall, but behind the wall of the okay. movie theater. And he's just like, Tanya. He oh Jesus Christ, what did I not write notes? <laughs> he walks home and he gets to the door of his house and all of a sudden a flashlight is like flashed in his face and he can't see and you just hear his mother say, That's my son officer. So it's either what? it's either a cop or an animal cop. He's there catching one of the cats because he has it in a bag and it's like shaking around. Okay. And they it reminds are reminds both- me of that great nineties toy. <laughs> Cat in the sack. <laughs> They're both skittish and they like back up and like try to end the conversation and quickly with him. <laughs> Was there a horse in the basement? No, the cat in the bag. Oh. They go back inside. The mother explains that she called somebody because the cat completely ignored the bear trap in the yard and got as close to the window of the house. Oh no. Did you cats can go through windows? <laughs> glass it listen, don't exist listen don't pussies. say that because you don't know what happens at the end of this movie oh god but she looks traumatized so charles is like we'll set more traps in the morning they go inside and the mom asks if he brought her anything and he says what do you have in mind and the mother says lexapro <laughs> the mother says is she beautiful and charles says always mother is she lovely oh no sorry the mother asks if she's beautiful and charles says oh. always mother because we have to make it creepier. Mm. She Always mother. <laughs> mother? Oi, bruv. Always mother. <laughs> Always murder? She wants to know if Charles asked the girl out that he was going to see at the movie theater. And he says, what kind of girl would go out with a guy she just met? The mother says, not a very nice one, I suppose. They hear another... Are they already calling her a slut? <laughs> they hear another cat screaming outside. And she says, God damn it, cats. And Charles says, don't swear, mother. She says, make sure you ask her out tomorrow. And she says, what's her name? And Charles says, Tanya. The mother asks if she's nice. And he says, she is. I'm sure of it. Charles says, she is pure. So the mother says, good, because I'm famous, Charles. And then they kiss. She ain't got the hymen fucking slit. (laughs) Though she still does have her hymen. Oh, slit, you said. Yeah. Don't slit. <laughs> Next day at school, Charles is reading. Hold up. Oh, God. They're trying to capture virgins? Yes. They're cat vampires. Yeah, because every cat craves fucking virgin vaginas. They cut to the next day at school, and Charles is reading a, sh- a creative short story he wrote for his English class. It's about a boy and his mother and their curse, which makes man chase and want to kill them. And it's want like. To kill who? The cat creatures. Okay. It's very like wit, written. It's very it's it's written. It's written Wiccan, kitten. It's written very well, and everyone starts clapping because he's like five hundred years old and is a good writer. And his teacher, 
Mr. Fallows says, very good, Charles. He says, it must have been a loss to your old school to lose a creative young man like yourself. Behind the teacher, there's a jock who's passing a note to somebody, and without skipping a beat, the teacher turns around and slaps a ruler on the jock's hand. He's passing a note? Yeah. Okay. The teacher is played by um, the fat guy in Beetlejuice who plays Otho. I think that's his name. He, like, helps them raise the dead. All right. He's flamboyant. He's wearing a white suit. Okay, whatever. The jock says, oh, shit. And the teacher then takes the note. It's a drawing of two people fucking in a car. And I said, it's very good, actually. But I need Stephanie to see it. So I took a photo (laughs) of it. Okay. I will critique. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking in in a convertible next to a graveyard. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the butt. It, it's great. It's very, like, newspaper cartoony. That's what I was going to say. For for students? Yeah. So, drawing is pretty good. The teacher says to the jock, it's best to keep our hands to ourselves, hmm? Then he says, does anyone have any thoughts on Charles's story? And Tanya raises her hand and she says, I liked it. <laughs> and he's, he's like, fine. oh, you liked it? And he's like, I what? I like good things. He's like, what did you like about it? And she says she thought it was sad since the characters were always driven away, treated as outsiders. Charles looks at her and smiles. You're so stupid. <laughs> but he's also a little solemn. Like, it's sad because he's has to, well, I'm giving a guess away, but he has a hunter, but she he really does like her and her, like, personality. Wait, isn't he a, the teacher? No, Charles is the cat person. And he likes a girl that's a human. Tanya, yeah, the virgin. Got it. I'm already lost. Okay. <laughs> Stop confusing <laughs> movie. It's cause I'm high. The teacher says that any good story has a beginning, a middle, and end. And then he says, but that's like saying a box has four sides. And Charles, without skipping a beat, is like, Technically has actually, six. Mr. Fallows, a box has six sides. And everyone, bing, bing, la- bing. everyone laughs at him. And then we cut to Mr. Fallows standing in an empty classroom, staring out the window at Charles. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you for saying that box shit. The bell rings and Tanya is now with her two friends talking about the night that she met Charles before. Her friends are like, oh, of course you didn't do anything with him. And she's like, at work? she was like, what would you do with him? And her one friend is like, everything. Oh, God. But then he walks up right behind them and he says, hi, uh, whatever, bitch. Tanya. Um, I, was, I, I, I almost said Rachel. He's like, I, I, I wanted to, you know, ask you if you wanted a ride. He's like, actually, I wanted to offer all of you young women a ride. And the girls are like, oh, no, we already have a ride, but you can take Tanya home. So he was well, like, we want her to get fucked. So he's like, sure. So he walks her to his car and he's like, you know, I really am appreciative of what you said about my story. He says, you really na- nailed the point of it. And she says that she knows how the characters in his story feels because she's an outsider sometimes. I'm an introvert. They I'm go to empathetic. They go to his car and she's very impressed by the fact that he has an electric blue Trans Am. He opens the door for her. She gets in. Then he goes around the side. It's a, I don't, oh God. Stephanie, I'm too fucked up, so don't fucking criticize me about how I'm going to describe this car, okay? (laughs) She's getting mad at herself before she tells me. It has no hood, but it, it, it has the lining of the window. So the windows are down, and what he does is he grabs, like, the bar of the hood and slides into the car instead of opening it by the door. 
You mean it has no roof? Yeah. I said that. You said it has no hood. I, yeah, that's the same thing. No, it's not. Okay. The fuck you. All right, shut the fuck up. The engine is I'm done. I'm done. So. It, it's a convertible. Yes. She's like, you know, a lot of people use the door. And he's like, oh, really? They do? And they're like. <gasps> you stupid fish. They're flirting with each other. So there's doors on cars so you can use them to get into the car. Oh my god, I didn't know that. And then they fuck. They get <laughs> they get to Tanya's house. They go up to her room and she calls out to see if her mom's home. No one's home. So he stops to look at he stops to look at all these like framed photos they have in the hallway, but they're not photos, they're rubbings on gravestones. And he's like, Oh wow, these are really cool and she's like, Oh my mom does them. You don't know when you take paper no, no, on I a know, gravestone. But I, I just why would you frame that? <laughs> she calls them morbid. Then he goes into her room and he starts to look at her photography because she has family photos. <laughs> you have fucking skin <laughs> Oh my God. He starts to look at the photography in her room and she's like, oh yeah, I took all of these. They're, it's kind of like a hobby of mine. And she notices that she has panties and underwear all over the room, like on the banister of her bed and mm-hmm. she's like pulling them off and like throwing them in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh. I like to walk around my womb and smell. Womb? <laughs> I like to walk around my womb. And smell. He goes up to one photo and he's like, oh, wow, this is really beautiful. And right next to him on top of a jewelry box is a pair of panties. And I said, this bitch is so crusty because she has used panties right next to a photo on her fucking dresser. Does she lay down in bed, take her panties off and and then shoot them like a fucking sling (laughs) across the room? So she's like looking at the panties and looking at him and she's like, oh, well, my favorite photo is over there. So he goes to the other side of the and room she, like, hides and it. she like hides it and throws it under the nightstand. He tells her how fascinated he is with photography and how he would love to see her taking photos in action one day. And she says, oh, well, you know, I was going to go to Homeland tomorrow. What? And no. <laughs> he's like, what's Homeland? And she's like, oh, it's the old graveyard in town. He wants to watch her watching he wants to watch her taking photos and, like, what she chooses. Right, but she's also, like, watching the environment. He wants to watch her watching. She's like, do you want to come with me that to the town? That is the dumbest shit. Ever. Like, I could understand, like, I want to watch you painting. I want to watch you photographing. So he, she's like, do you want to come with me to the town's graveyard tomorrow? You can come if you want. I'm going to take photos. And, and he says he loves old graveyards. And they're right like in front of each other like inching closer like they're mm-hmm. gonna kiss but then all of a sudden mama bear barges through the fucking room and she's like oh tanya and then hey, notices <laughs> notices there's a man in the, a boy in the house she's so, like i'll call you man she tells her mom like oh this is charles and then she's like he was just going they start to walk down the stairs and the mom follows them and she starts interrogating charles and he tells her As every mama should Well, because she hears Tanya say, I'll see you tomorrow. So she's like, where are you two going tomorrow? And she tells her mom, we're going to Homeland to shoot photos. And he's like, yes, I was really fascinated. Is it like a Saturday or something? Yeah, sure. They don't say. The way she says is like, oh, we can see each other tomorrow at school. He then is like, oh, I also do grave rubbings. And she's like, oh, do you use powder or stick? And he's like, I use my stick, dick. ma'am. Powder is way too messy for me to get a handle on it. And then he starts saying other things about the hobby, like specific things. And she's like, how do you know that? And he's like, oh, I've been doing it myself for a while. So she's very impressed. Of co- Yeah, that that's how you impress any <laughs> fucking mother. Well, Where he, he picked up place? on her hobby. I uh, Indiana. Where in Indiana? I don't. Travis. It's probably a fake oh, town. Yeah. 
So the mom asks, where does he live? I mean, he might as well have said, I cook meth in my fucking basement. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, wow. The mom asks where he He's lives. He's a chemist. The mom asks where he lives <laughs> and he tells her. And then she says, oh, what does your father do? Because moms can't do work. And he says, oh, actually, ma'am. Uh, I wrote, he's sleep. Oh, right. Yeah. He's sleep because he's dead. Yeah. Dead, dead. And she's like, oh, I'm very sorry. And he's like, that's okay, ma'am. It was a long time ago. So Tanya's like, I'll walk you out. They do. And then she asks him, how did you know all that stuff about the rubbings of graveyards? And he's like, oh, my mom taught me about it a long time ago. Before she died. No. Because Charles' mom didn't die. His dad died. Same shit. (laughs) So he says, I'll see you tomorrow and leaves. He's driving home. He's blasting music. He's having a good time. And he notices that there's a bug behind him. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes. Is that what they're called? Like, you know, Herbie, the car from the cartoon? It looks like that yeah, kind of car. The Beetle. The Beetle, okay. So there's a car trailing him. It's fogging. It's honking at him. So he finally pulls over and it's his teacher, Mr. Fallow. Mr. Fallow says, checking out your new environment because it's just the way he was driving, I guess. I don't know. And Charles says, Why are you stalking me? Charles says, yeah, I, I am. And Mr. Fallow says, boring, isn't it? It's like Disneyland for cows, not much fun for humans. Charles says, what? I like it. It's kind of peaceful. And then he I says. I have never heard of a dairy farm that has roller coasters on it. <laughs> Every day I take my Bessie out and she rides the Superman roller coaster. It's her favorite one. <laughs> He's asks charles does this place remind you of ohio and as charles is answering him and starts to say like yes he's trying to get out of the car the teacher shuts the door on him and doesn't let him out and then he was getting into the teacher's car no he was because the teacher came out of his car and went to the pass the driver's side of charles car to talk charles was opening he was opening the door and he slams it what the fuck so the teacher says well actually that's not true because there is no paradise falls in ohio is there charles and he says and your transcripts are also fake very good but faked for sure bitch we're in high school we're not at harvard like fuck off he says do you have anything to say and charles says mr fallow you're mistaken and the teacher says you're not who you say you are and you're not getting out of this and then charles says if this is blackmail, this car is the only expensive thing I own, so you're really barking up the wrong tree. He tries to get out again, and this time, when Mr. Fallow slams the door, he accidentally catches Charles' hand in the door frame, and, like, it crushes his hand. Okay. And then, I saw this movie when I was a child, so I didn't understand this <laughs> till now. The teacher <laughs> says, your generation, all you care about is money, money, money. Money is not the only thing used in exchange. And he starts to put his hand down Charles's leg. Didn't catch that. Oh, no, no, no. So that's when Charles takes his hand. He takes his hand. What do you think he does to it? He either shoves it onto his dick or he bites it. You're wrong. He breaks it clean off. And (laughs) blood splatters all over the windshield. And Charles says. He breaks it like a Kit Kat? breaks it the fuck off and charles says you're right mr fallows people really should learn to keep their hands to themselves and then he says here's yours and gives him his hand back that's so, physically impossible the teacher's is this motherfucker a werewolf no he's a cat wolf he just stares at his hand and like freaks out and then starts running away he like falls on his own car gets blood over it and then starts running into the field next to the highway why wouldn't you jump in the car? You can still drive with one hand. 
Panic. I don't know. Stupid. So Charles's face starts to shift into a half human, half cat at this point. Uh oh. And we can frisk it. <laughs> Mr. Fallow starts apologizing as he's running away, like screaming behind is him. Is he chasing him? Yes, he's chasing him. Charles, I, literally the next line Charles is chasing him into the woods. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she got so mad. But the teacher like falls into like swamp water too. I don't know. What the? F- it, it's a field forest swamp? Yeah. <laughs> He runs straight into a tree and falls, and Charles catches up to him and starts eating him. Meanwhile, the mother is staring out the window, picking at her nails, just staring at a gaggle of cats that are sitting in her yard, staring at her. They just want to fuck you. (laughs) Then we cut to a scene where there's a cop sitting in his car, and he has a cat sitting in the passenger seat. And he's playing with the cat, and he's I saying, "I take my pussy on duty all the time. Get the bad guy, get the bad guy, get Dun-dun. the bad guy." Like dangling string and a ball in this cat's face, and the cat's name is Clovis. And then the cop says, Clo- "Get that motherfucker!" and starts laughing. Clovis? Yes, Clovis. What type of fucking name is that? And then he's like laughing, and he's like, "Oh, you're a good boy, Clovis." All of a sudden, going in the other direction, so the the cop car sitting north, and then the Charles's car is going south. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Charles is speeding the other way. Okay. So he and, has to turn around. Yeah, and the cop is like, what the hell? So he turns the car, starts the car, turns it around. This cop is named Andy. And he's chasing this guy. He's chasing Charles. With the cat in yes, the, the car. Yes, the cat is his partner. Is he buckled in? No. No safety. Give the fucking cat a ticket. Andy is calling in this chase, and now, while Andy is driving in the direction he, you know, started chasing him in, while he's calling in, like, a speed chase, he sees Charles going the other way, and he's like, what the fuck? He because turns a Yui all Where of a did he turn a Yui, though? The, 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 the road was straight, so he didn't even see this happen. He done turned into Drift King. So then he makes a Yui. And it's just him and the cat. They get stuck behind a hay truck at some point, and Charles drives around it. And, of course, that means he's getting into the other side of traffic. Andy goes to follow him, and he almost collides with a semi. He dodges it, though, and he gets back to the chase. And we see up ahead there is a school bus let and a school, um, oh, fuck, what are they called? The crossing guard letting kids off the bus. The crossing guard puts his hand up because he sees Charles coming so fast. And Charles is just smiling and, like, going faster. Oh, he just fucking hits the gas? He fucking floors it, and he almost hits a little girl. Like, her books go flying because the crossing guard pulls her in. And then Andy comes over because he's still behind him. And he's like, is everybody okay? And the crossing guard's like, get that guy. So he goes on. Get that man. He then calls in the the precincts again, and he's like, I need backup here. He's like, this guy almost purposely hit a little girl, and he's playing with me now. He's like, I need backup. So Charles starts... I need to shoot this man 20 times in the chest. Charles starts to slow down. And this is when Andy pulls up beside him. And I'm going to show you a video in a minute or two. Yeah, in a minute. <laughs> he pulls up to Charles. And now they're driving side, side to side. side. And and Andy's like, pull over. And Charles starts giving him the finger. Same. At the same time... Clovis sits up and looks out at Charles and he starts hissing at him. And Charles gets so spooked that he starts shifting into other cat people. What? I'm going to show you the video. Okay. Oh, I thought it was night. It's daytime. No. (laughs) 
the fuck? <laughs> I have to leave that in there now. <laughs> that was so fucking perfect. Hollywood, if you ever decide oh, to remake this movie, Yo. I have the pers- perfect person for you to play Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I was recording. So Andy backs up and is like, what the fuck? The dispatcher is like, what's going on? And he says, not now. And then Charles starts to speed up again. And he gets so far ahead of Andy that they, like, go around a curve. And he pulls into a dirt, like, I don't know, entrance to a farm. Okay. And he uses his feline magic powers to make himself and the car invisible. So Andy... Are we Wonder Woman now? Andy and Clovis drive up exactly where Charles is parked. And Andy gets out of the car. He's completely puzzled as to where Charles had gone to because the road ahead is literally just straight and you can see it miles ahead. So he's like, I lost him? How did I do that? In the meantime, Clovis is in the window and he sees with his cat magic, because cats have magic, <laughs> that Charles is red and in the car. like and, his like, parked next to them? Yes, like in retrovision. He can see the fucking okay. cat, the Charles. Fuck? And he's like, stop looking at me, you fucking cat, because I guess you can't hear people and they're invisible. <laughs> and he just drives away. Charles then drives home, but now... The car, he's like, yeah, you know, cars are invisible, but they don't go silent. Charles makes, with his powers, the car a red Mustang instead of the blue Trans Am. In case, like, more cops come or whatever. Got it. Complete opposite of whatever shit car he was driving. Yes. Now, later in the day, Andy's at the police precinct, and he's telling his fellow cops what happened today. And he tells them... I was chasing this motherfucker. He turned into a motherfucking cat. He's like, the guy, he's like, he had no face. Like, his face was a blur. And then one other cop says, hey, you know you got plenty of sick time coming up. Like, they're making fun of him. <laughs> and Andy says, his face, his face was like a blur. And his boss says, drink some water. Like, that's you like, dehydrated, that, bitch. That reminds me of, increase the soup when you tell your mom you're sick and you want to stay <laughs> home from school. <laughs> Andy says, yeah, I guess. He's like, I, I guess I just saw something I mistook it for. A no-face man. The sheriff is like, listen, anything yeah, every else? every day I see blurred no-face mans. The sheriff's like, anything else about this guy? And Andy says, yeah, actually. Clovis got a good look at him, and he didn't like him one bit. And he's like, and the guy didn't like Clovis either. Like, he was scared of him. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And Andy- uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The one cop on the force who's like, I don't want a human partner. I want a feline partner, my dumb pussycat, and I don't give a fuck. If I tell you that he said he sensed that someone bad, they motherfucking bad. Andy says, I'm going to look for this guy, and I'm going to find him. Charles comes home to his Merle friend, his mother girlfriend, <laughs> and she's waiting up for him. She greets him with some lovely tongue, and she says, you didn't get it. And Charles says, no, I couldn't. And it? mother, mother's like, why? She asks about Tanya, and he says it wasn't the right time. Charles says, tomorrow, I'll get her tomorrow. But then the, she bitch slaps him, and she screams. You get her virgin pussy? Yeah, she screams, I'm starving. She starts bitch slapping him into another room, and then he puts his arm up in defense at some point, and his wrist is just sliced open. And she's like, oh my god. And she My is upset talons. that he's injured. No, that's from the car being slammed in on him. Oh, I thought she was bitch slapping him so hard that her pussy talons came out and she sliced his wrist. No, 
She says, oh, my poor baby. And he explains that what happened was he got chased by the deputy and the deputy had a cat. He didn't mention the, the teacher. And she's like, don't worry. He, no one will believe what he saw. And Charles says, probably not, but somebody will when they find the teacher I dumped in the woods. I shot the teacher, but I did not shoot the deputy's cat. <laughs> he says, it's already started again, Mom. And she says, don't worry. And Charles says, but I have to feed you. What if something happens to me? How will you eat? We haven't even seen another sleepwalker. And the mother says, they aren't the last. We aren't the last of our kind. She can feel it inside her that there's others around. There's Winnebago's too. They're basically <laughs> like our cousins. So the mother says, they'll both feed tomorrow. And then they can leave town in case anybody's like they'll hot on their be tail. What, tomorrow, on. <clears throat> they'll eat tomorrow. Oh, and then they'll leave. She says nothing's going to happen, but they have to take care of each other. And then you hear like noises, and there's like 25, 25 deep cats outside on the yard, and what, you hear one get caught in the bear trap, and they like get spooked by it. And they hold each other. And then we see the purple light. So you They're know what that means. They're killing their fifth cousins outside. <laughs> you know what that means when we see the purple light. N- no. They're fucking. Oh. You hear the song playing again. It's a fuck light. And then you cut to them in their room and they are straight up fucking. And then you look in the mirror and you see them in cat form. Now, they have a couple of forms before they fully turn into these cats. And they are animorphs? Yeah. They, they look like naked mole cats. Skinless, hairless cats. Sphinx. But if Sphinx cats fucked wet meat at Subway and had a baby, <laughs> that's what they look like. Because they're glistening with, like, cat goo. They're sweating? But they're always looking like that. So they don't have to be having sex. So they look greasy as fuck all the time. Yeah. You can look it up if you want. So now we see the next day Tanya's packing a picnic basket. She starts to sneak a bottle of wine in as her parents are, like, at the breakfast table. Her mom is like, remember that the the Charmins are coming over at, at tonight for dinner, so I want you home by five. <laughs> and she's like, yes, should I also take our diapies for me and Charles? And her dad's like, nobody likes a smart-ass dear. So she's like, I know, daddy. So she kisses them goodbye, and they're like, have a good time. She leaves. And the dad says to his wife, you met this kid. Is he okay? And the mom says, yeah, he's terrific. He's utterly charming. So Charles is getting his wrist sewed up by his mother, and asks, does it have to be her? And the mom is like, care more for her than for me? Mm. And he says, you know better than that. And he asks, why are you being such a bitch? And then she says... This? Like they look greasy? Yeah, but that's like, that's a better <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> Getting suited up in the costume. Yeah, they look like fucking baked ham. <laughs> okay. So... He says, why are you being such a bitch? And she says, because I'm hungry. And like whips the twine out from where she's sewing his wrist off with her hand, with her mouth. She says, you cannot be in love with this girl, Charles. And then the doorbell rings. And he says, I love you, mom. And she says, she doesn't say do you, which is what I wrote. <laughs> I don't know what she says. You mean like, do you? Like questioning if You're right. Does? I forgot the question mark, but I read it as do you. Like, do do what you gotta do. Do, do you. Yeah. You gotta do you. God, I'm dumb. Forget about it. <laughs> Charles answers the door and it's Tanya. And she says, I know that you said you would pick me up, but I was already near your house. And he's all nervous. Like, he doesn't want her to be there. And she's like, oh, it, it's yeah, a bad I mean, time. Like, why? <laughs> it's a bad time, isn't it? And his mom comes out. I literally just fucked my mother. And his mom's like, nonsense. 
I'm Mrs. Brady, and I'm glad you came by. And uh -huh. she's like, come in, Tanya. I have something for you. And Charles is like, no, we really better get going because the light is perfect for her photography. And the mom's like, it would only take a minute. It's a minute too much. So she grabs her by the hand. I'm not going to lie. This scene gives me hardcore ASMR vibes. So <laughs> watching this, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the mom says, Charles was right. You're a nice girl. And she compliments Charles back. Like, Skin. oh, you have a nice son. No. Okay. <laughs> There's a table in like the middle of the living room or the room between the dining room and the kitchen. And it has figurines and Tanya bends down. She's like, oh, you have beautiful figurines, Mrs. Brady. And she's like, oh, you like them? They've been in the family for many generations. Charles looks in the mirror and sees that in the mirror, her cat form is showing that fucking thing I showed you. Okay. And he's like, you know, we better get going. And she's like, just a minute, Charles. And she's like, come on, Tanya. And she leads her into the I kitchen. Flesh. <laughs> she's in the kitchen and Tanya looks out the window and says, oh, nice red car. And... I don't know. And he, <laughs> she's like, where's the Trans Am? And he's like, oh, it's in the shop. I traded it in. And she's like, oh, so the Mustang is. And his mom's like, his mother's. That's my car. Oh, okay. She, don't you know I'm a bad bitch? <laughs> she then notices the cats in the yard and asks, oh, do all those cats belong to you and your mom? And the mother. She, she sees the cats, but she doesn't see the bear traps. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good point. And the mom's like, oh, they're strays, but we'll get rid of them, and snaps the scissors that she's holding in front of Tanya's face and, like, spooks her. Yeah, I would do that, too. <laughs> she goes over and... If and you hurt my son's dick, I will chop your titties off. <laughs> she goes over to a bouquet of roses and cuts one off and puts it in Tanya's hair and says, it finishes you somehow. And she says, thank you. That's very sweet. Uh -huh. And the mother goes, oh, sweets to the sweet, I always say bitch she says go on now it was very nice to meet you tanya she says very nice to meet you they leave the, the second i walk out i've been like i am sorry but does your mother smoke crack <laughs> do you know what crack smells like do you have your passport did, did you, you get, get your, your crack <laughs> girl do you want to come get back high to with my me in america <laughs> america so they go to the graveyard, and he says, it's really beautiful here. And he says, then he says, so are you, Tanya. Yeah, I want to be compared to a graveyard. <laughs> That's my dream. They walk further in, and Charles says, your mother is going to want to know some rubbings went on here. And he walks ahead, and Tanya <laughs> whispers, me too, Charles. Oh, God. <laughs> then she loses him somehow, and she's like, Charles? There's no one Charles! there. Charles! And... She's like spinning around and then all of a sudden he's behind her and she takes a photo of him. Ooga booga. While they're in the graveyard, the Mustang turns back to the blue Trans Am and it's sitting outside in the front of the graveyard. And Andy, the cop, is driving down a highway. And we he see this. Sees it. Not yet. Oh, well, he will. Okay. Charles well, is rubbing the grave and he's also watching as Tanya is taking some photos. I'm just imagining him rubbing his dick on his <laughs> fucking tombstone. He's not. Charles is rubbing a grave. And he's watching as Tanya is taking photos of gravestones. She starts to come close to him and he starts and takes more photos. And she is like, oh, smile pretty and like getting close to him. And they get so close that she falls on him and then they fall backwards and they start to roll even though it's not a hill. And then they get concussed from a tombstone. He ends up on top of her and she kisses him and they're making out and he stops and he's like, I'm sorry. 
And Tanya says, no worries, and starts kissing him again. Then Tanya asks him if he really feels alone like the characters in his story, because she does too. And Charles says, I know. And Tanya says, it's wonderful to feel like you're really... It's a wonderful world. It's wonderful to feel like you're really with someone together. He tries to say that he thinks they better go, but she stops him. Charles says, you don't know me, Tanya. And she says, but I want to, and starts kissing him again. Then he starts aggressively... He's like trying to cock block this whole time. Because he doesn't want to kill her. Then he starts aggressively and forcibly kissing her to the point where she's like, ow. He stops and she says slower and he says, but I thought we understood each other, Tanya. He starts kissing her again and starts aggressively kissing her and then starts sucking her soul out like a purple beam is being pulled out of her mouth. What the fuck? He stops and she screams and she's like, I couldn't breathe. And he grabs her and says, isn't this the excitement you were talking about, Tanya? She gets up. Let me suck your soul, Tanya. She gets up to run away and he scratches her shirt open on her back he grabs her and then she scratches his face like open okay he says we do understand each other and he throws her to the ground scratches are my foreplay (laughs) she hits him again and he drops his head and as he lifts it up you see that he's in semi-cat form and she screams charles says don't you get it tanya it doesn't have to hurt he says i need you i need you to live Tanya says, please don't kill me. And then he starts to suck more of her soul out. I just said I need you to live. Charles says, you're not getting into the spirit of this. Just think of yourself as lunch. And and that's how he fucking says it. And at this moment, she grabs her camera and smacks him in the face with it. He falls back and like is on the floor, knocked out, bleeding from the head. She. He was already bleeding from his face. Right. But now he's bleeding from the forehead and like massively. Yeah. She walks over to him and she's like, oh, Charles, like she feels bad. Bitch, run. He jumps up and he goes, Pika, baby, in his like cat form. Not full form, but Why just part cat Pika form. Why would he say Pika pussy? I, I don't know. I'm not Stephen King. You want to ask Stephen King? That sounds I'm tr- better. I'm trying to see if I have any more like clips. Yeah, I don't. That's stupid. So <laughs> he's back to his cat form and he says, I lied. It does have to hurt. He throws her down and says, feed me, Tanya. Mother is hungry. So she sees the the wine cork is like right in front of her. She grabs it and she turns around because at this point she's on her stomach. She turns around and she stabs him in the eye with it. And he screams. And then he says. the bottle opener? The cork for the wine. The old school ones that have like the wooden like handle. And yeah. Okay. He screams. And then he says, just look at this shirt. My mother's going to kill me. Fuck? She yells, "Get off me and this stay away is like from me!" A weird fucking humanoid version of Pet Cemetery. And he says, "Now, when exactly did I lose your trust, Tanya?" And she slashes him in the face now with the wine cork. She starts to run and screams, "Help me!" And we see Andy driving again. He stops where when, as soon as he clocks the car, and then we see Tanya run out of the graveyard and she's yelling, "Help me!" He's trying to kill me. Andy gets out of the car. He's like, okay, calm down. Tell me what happened. And Tanya says, we can't see. He's behind me. He's chasing me. We have to get in the car. We have to go now. And Andy says to her, one thing at a time, 
does this guy have a name? Oh my God, just get in the car and ask the questions. And Tanya says, dumbass. his name's Charles Brady and he's not human. His face changed. And he's like, face changed? Because that's what he was saying and no face one believed off. him. He's like, all right, all right, get in the car and lock the door. And he's trying Nicholas to calm her. And he tries to calm her down. But as soon as he sits her down in the back seat, Charles appears behind him and he stabs Andy in the ear with a corkscrew and he laughs. And then he yells, cop kebab. <laughs> Wow, I was going to say Claire's piercing. <laughs> he, he tries to keep he tries to grab Tanya out of the car again. And Andy sits up and shoots Charles in the back. He was on the ground? Yeah, he was on the ground when he got stabbed with the corkscrew. Charles turns around and says, "I don't believe you fired a warning shot, officer." Oh, oh. And then Andy gets shot with his own gun cuz Charles takes it from his hand and just shoots him <laughs> in the stomach. He comes back over to Tanya, who's on the floor, and then as soon as he's about to grab her, Clovis jumps out of the The car. Yes, this cat is fucking him up head to toe, biting him in the face, scratching at his skin to the point where his skin is burning steam. Nice. And then Clovis screams, "There can only be one!" (laughs) So Tanya gets on the radio to call for help. And then instead of doing anything else, Charles just throws the cat, gets in his car, and drives away. Clovis goes over and sits on Andy's chest because he doesn't understand that his friend is dead. Wake up, motherfucker. You need to feed me. (laughs) Oh, Andy's dead? Yeah. Meanwhile, Mother is at home cutting peaches and, like, roasting chicken. And she hears Charles coming, and she's very excited. But Charles, we see as he gets out of the car, he falls on the ground, and he starts, like, climbing up the stairs because he's just so weak. She opens the door and she notices how fucked up he is. And he's like, my face is so hot. So she's like, oh my God, get in here. So she pulls him in. He's crying. She tells him, save your strength. Charles says, how bad is it? And the mother says, someone will someone will come for us, definitely. But we have to stay here until you're stronger. We can't leave. So she asks him, can you make yourself dim? Which means like invisible. That's what they call it. And he okay. tries, but he can't. Okay. She starts crying and he says, you have to take care of the car. And she's like, don't worry. Don't worry about that. So cut back to the graveyard. There is a crew of cops and people taking photos and journalists or whatever. Okay. Stephen King loves to be in cameos of his own films. Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah. So he's the groundskeeper of the graveyard. And he goes over to one guy and he's like, buddy, buddy, I'm not taking the rap for this. I lock this place up every night and it's not my fault if every pervert, weirdo, horny kid. And the cop's like... Don't talk to me. Go talk to someone in charge. <laughs> so he's like, okay. So he walks Isn't over to someone dead? else. No. Wasn't it? Andy's not like the sergeant or whatever? Andy was a deputy. Okay. But right. the sheriff is somewhere else. Okay. So he goes over to somebody else and he's like, buddy, buddy, let me talk to you. And he's like, no. I'm not your buddy. Go talk to the sheriff. <laughs> All right, pal. So I'm not your pal. He goes over to the sheriff and he's like, sheriff, sheriff. And sheriff's like, not now. Go away. Okay. So he leaves. Bzzz. The sheriff is talking to Tanya, getting a statement from her. And he's like, okay, we have his name. We have his address. Now, what does his car look like? And this is when she tells him, well, the thing is, he has, a blue, he has a blue Trans Am. And we drove here in a red Mustang. But when we left, his blue Trans Am was here. And I don't know how it got here. Okay. But we know. And he's like, okay. And she's like, listen to me, goddammit. I know I sound crazy, but Charles isn't human. So then a photographer comes over and he's like, I really need to take photos of the bruises on the victim. And she's like, do we have to do this now? 
And he's like, yes. So he's taking photos of her and then she immediately realizes, oh, my camera. She's like, I have photos of him on my camera. If you develop those photos, you'll be able to find a picture of him. And they're like, get on that. And they're like, okay. Need a dock room? See, this is why technology, you could just pull that shit up right away. You don't need to develop it. All right, it's 1992. It's not the year's fault. Um, y- yes, it is. She could have had a Polaroid. It develops itself. Sponsor us. Sheriff pulls over another deputy and he tells her, will you take her home? As she's in the car, they're walking away and Tanya yells out to the sheriff, when you come over tonight, because he needs more like statements from her. She's like, will you bring the cat? And he's like, why? And she says, because he saved my life. So the deputy says, do the parents know that a class one assault did not occur on their daughter? And the sheriff says, do you mean they know that she managed to avoid getting raped by that bastard? Yes. And the sheriff tells the deputy, his name's Horace, take her home and don't let her out of your sight. And don't rape her. So back at the cat house, Charles is looking like melted baloney. Like <laughs> he's bleeding out of one side. He's like face on the other. Yeah. So she's like, here, drink some water. And he can't even drink it. He's choking. She's devastated. Charles says, I think I'm dying. And she's like, no, not my boy. My boy is my not boy. My boy is not going to die. Not ever. And throws the glass across the fucking room and breaks it. Which is like, if he has this to wobble over to the bathroom, he's going to step on glass. You know what? He's going to get gangrene. <laughs> she hears sirens and a million cats outside. So she uses her cat powers to hide the car. The cops show up to the house and she runs over to make them both invisible because she knows that they're going to come into the house they break down the door no one they see no they, one inside they, they ain't got no warrant no one of the cops is ron perlman hellboy also from sons of anarchy okay. this what he was fuck? young meanwhile outside there are two cops and they're walking the grounds and one says a lot of cats and the other says i can see that dickhead i just bumped into something <laughs> invisible that cop who called the other one a dickhead walks straight into a bear trap and then just starts screaming, and then six other cops come to his rescue. Perlman goes through the window, and he's yelling out the window, Get back in the car! Because he's just like idiots. Him and the sheriff are in the living room, and the sheriff's like, I feel a cold draft. Where is that coming from? And Perlman's like, I don't know. So they go upstairs. Ignore it. They go into Charles's room. No one's in there, obviously. They talk about how there's checkpoints set up in and outside of town, or like the barriers mm-hmm. of the town. Perlman says, they're probably already gone. And the sheriff is like, he killed one of my men. And Perlman says, all you got is one little girl with a vivid imagination. And the sheriff says, what about the cat? And Perlman says, what about him? Right. (laughs) Talking about Clovis. He wrote a statement. Then, Perlman says, that girl needs a good smack on the butt, and if her mommy and daddy won't do it, I will. And the sheriff tells him, stay away from her. <laughs> Horace the cop... I know sexual assault. I mean, harassment. Horace the cop who escorted Tanya home is now eating dinner at their house. He says, this is the best meal I've had since my wife passed on. He's eating... Wait, I'm sorry, they're eating dinner at Charles's no, house? No, 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 they're at Tanya's house. Okay. He brought Tanya home. Got it. They were supposed to have a nice dinner with, like, friends, but they canceled that since okay. their daughter got attacked. He's just eating cobs of corn. Like, That's I see nothing corn. else on this plate. I love shitting corn. <laughs> that was some good corn. We're sneaking into town for. Is that from something? The Simpsons. Of course. <laughs> 
Tanya's upstairs and the dad's like, she's been up there for a while. And her mom tells him, she's taking a nice long hot bath to get clean. So she's in the bath. She's acting like she got raped. Well, she almost did. That's what they think at least was his motive. She's in the bath. She puts a hot towel on her face. And then you see a shadow over her. She takes it off and she immediately sees Charles as like cat face and she screams. Her dad checks on her. And he's like, you know, dinner's downstairs. And she's like, oh, I'm going to get out now, but I really don't feel like eating. Can you just tell me when the sheriff comes by with the cat? And he's like, okay, I love you, honey. And she's like, I love you too, dad. (laughs) At the cat house, there is a patrol car with two cops still parked outside. And we see the front door of the house open, but you don't see someone walk out of it. You need to call it the pussy co-op. Okay, (laughs) Jesus. The cops yell, identify yourself. And one cop says... Maybe it was just the wind. And the other cop says, it was not the fucking wind. And as they both turn around, the mom appears and she just starts slamming their heads together. She just slaps them. And then she says, you're right. That was not the fucking wind. I am not the wind. I am Pussy Patrol. (laughs) Instead of Paw Patrol, it's Pussy Patrol. Back at Tiny's house, the doorbell rings. Horace goes to the door and he looks out the window and all he sees is a state patrol car. And then he goes back to the parents and he's like, why would the state patrol police be here? They're not going to question Tanya before me and the sheriff does. The bell rings again and the dad's like, I'll go to get it. So he answers the door and it's Charles's mom. She says, hi, Don, because that's his name. Mm-hmm. I'm Mary Brady, Charles's mother. And she has a bouquet of roses in her hand. And then she says, Charles couldn't come himself, but I know he would want you two to have these flowers. His wife yells like, honey, who is it? And he's like, I'll take care of it. And he's like, you have some nerve to come here after everything that's happened. The fuck? Okay. Then she smashes the vase in his face. Smashes. Smashes. Fuck you. She smashes the vase in his face. I thought you said base in his face. (laughs) You're high. (laughs) He falls over into the living room and like falls on a lamp and you hear a big crash. Apparently he's dead. I didn't know that. Okay. His wife comes in and starts to scream. And Horace, the cop, comes in and says, stay away from them. And she just pushes the cop to the ground. And the mother then tells Tanya's mom, call your daughter down here. And the mom's like, what? (laughs) And Mary said, first of all, this is the first time I found out she had a name, that it was Mary. The mom. Charles's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know she had a fucking name. She's fucking... The mom. The mother. Yeah. (laughs) Mary says, my son is badly hurt and he may be dying. And then she picks the mother, Tanya's mother up, and she says, your daughter tried to kill my Charles. And the mom is like, good. And she pushes herself back. She's like, I hope he dies. I hope you both die. I hope you both die and burn in hell. (laughs) Both die, both die. Mary grabs the mom by the arm and, like, breaks it behind her. And then as she is running with her, she says, he's my only son. She takes this woman and yeets her out the front fucking window. Nice. Tanya hears this and comes downstairs. She's playing bowling. And at the same time, Horace gets up and he starts shooting at Mary. And he misses every time. He ain't done enough shooting practice. Tanya sees her dad on the floor and all of a sudden she gets yoked up by Mary. And she, she starts... She have a dad. Tanya has a dad. He got smashed in the face of the Charles base. doesn't have a dad. Charles doesn't have a dad. Mary yokes up Tanya and she starts to fight back and scratches Mary in the face and then Mary like punches Tanya in the face. Is Mary in her cat form? No, right now she's still in human form. Okay. 
at the police precinct, we see a bunch of people who I'll mention later at the end of the movie as cameos in this film. And all of these people are involved in the horror movie franchise. Specifically, we see John Landis, who directed An American Werewolf in Paris, London, which is the first one. Yeah. He's there with a bunch of cops with a bunch of cops and they're looking at the photos of Charles and you see Charles's face but you see like an an overexposure of a cat person skeleton underneath okay like an overlay type yes. of like double face and they're like what the fuck is this then the phone's ringing <laughs> the photo must have gotten double exposed and they're like Janet get the phone i don't know if that's her name but Horace is calling and he's like i need somebody to send back up the Brady's kid's mother is here and i think she killed Don Robertson and the female cop is like, slow down, Horace. And he yells, there's blood everywhere. So this is when Mary comes up behind him. Or is it jam? Grabs an ear of corn. What? And stabs Horace in the back with the ear of corn. I, I don't think that's how corn works. And then she says, no vegetables, no dessert. Those are the rules. Oh, Lord. The cops are yelling over the phone, Horace! She said no vegetables! But Horace is shocked up. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you, I'll be here every night. <laughs> He's lying on the floor with corn coming out of his back. In case you didn't get that joke. <laughs> Meanwhile... He's the new field fertilizer. <laughs> the neighborhood cats are squatting up. They're meeting in an army. We see hundreds of them running towards the house. Like that scene in Lion rack King. Rack up, bitch, rack up! <laughs> like that scene in Lion King with the stampede. <laughs> More cops show up to Tanya's house, and one of them is Perlman. And as Mary is dragging Tanya out by the hair, Perlman yells at her, put the girl down. Then all of a sudden, Tanya's mom gets up with glass and, like, grass all over her. She's fucked up. And she yells, give me back my daughter. And Perlman puts his finger in Mary's face, and he yells again, put the girl down. So Mary bites his fingers off. And then breaks his elbow and smacks him in the face with his own elbow and he knocks out. There's more cops coming down the street and Mary throws Tanya in the back of one of the police cars that are now empty. Takes a gun from one of the dead cops, shoots a car that's coming and blows it up. And then you hear cops that are now on fire because they bursted it in the flames. They're like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't open the door. <laughs> Mary puts Tanya in the cop car and drives away. Tanya comes, like, sorry, Tanya wakes up. She doesn't come. I mean, doesn't she? No, and she freaks out. And Mary says, we're going to see Charles. And that's when she freaks out and tries to jump out of the moving car. But Mary pulls her back in. The cats are squared up in the yard, on the roof, everywhere. They're all around the house. They're all taking their base. (laughs) Mary sees this and tanya's like what the hell and decides to just drive the car into the house because she ain't playing with this shit why because they're cat people but they are because they're, they're descendants of cats but they're also afraid of cats they're smaller than you duh wait a second oh but all of a sudden the lager comes out of nowhere <laughs> the cats are going wild and as mary drags tanya out of the car a cat comes flying at mary but with her cat like reflexes she grabs the cat and breaks its neck with one hand and throws it to the floor okay so they go in the house and charles looks fucking worse and mary's like look what money brought you charles 
And Tanya's like, he's dead. Look at him. He's dead. And Mary yells, no, he's not dead. He's sleeping. So I just brought him <clears> catnip. <throat> she's like, you know, cheer him up if you dance with him. He loves to dance. So she puts dance. she puts the song on. Dance, dance, dance. With, hey, you can really dance. <laughs> she puts the song on. And Mary's like, this is his favorite song. Did you know that? And Tanya's just staring in like disbelief. And Mary like bitch slaps her. And she's like, did you know that? She's like, dance with him. And Tanya's like, no, thanks. I don't want to dance with the spaghetti monster. And Mary's like, he's a wonderful dancer. And she uses his mind powers to get him up. So now he's face to face. Her mind powers? Yes. You said his. Her mind powers. He uses their face to face dancing with each other. But he's really just like leaning on her and she's screaming. Is the mom holding both no, of them no, together? No, no, no. What the fuck? Meanwhile, more cops show up and the sheriff sees the car in the house. And in the mob I of God, it was in the <laughs> in the mob of cats. He looks down and he sees Clovis, and he's like Clovis, and Clovis is like this way, motherfucker. So like, literally, Clovis is definitely a cop because he climbs <laughs> up a tree to the second story window and punches a window out with his paw and gets in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining they made a fake paw and then like <laughs> it doesn't. It looks like the cat's doing it, but. That's fucking hilarious. So Tanya's freaking out, and Charles starts to transform into all these different cat forms until he's in his final form. You haven't seen... Fool, fool, you haven't seen my final form. And he starts to steal her breath again. (laughs) And Mary is saying, good, Charles, good, feed. But then Tanya pokes his other eye out and, like, rips it out. So he's just this, like zombie sphinx looking cat even yeah in his what final... you saw okay in the photo no fur no nothing. no like they don't they're turn both gooey and naked shit. like that no okay so That's mary mary stupid. says stop but then the cat clovis comes in and jumps on her back and starts fucking her up he puts and then her in a choke <laughs> clovis must open the door for the other cats because the other cats come running in and they're fucking her up meanwhile charles is dead mary starts killing all the cats they're jumping on her and the With sheriff what? With just her hands. She's like breaking their necks, ripping them off her back. The The sheriff comes in and he shoots a hole through Mary's stomach with a shotgun. And then she turns into her final form. And the sheriff is like, oh shit, fuck that. So he grabs Tanya. (laughs) But she wants Clovis. And he's like, no, we got to go. Come on. So. No, but wait, why does. Why does she want Clovis so bad this whole time? Because she loves him because he saved her life. Okay. As they leave, she's like, is Charles dead? Is he really dead? And the sheriff's like, yes, he's dead. So they run out. He's dead, dead. Mary comes out behind them, but she's invisible. And she grabs the sheriff and she throws him in the yard. And he lands almost in a bear trap. Meanwhile, Tanya jumps in the cop car and locks the door. And Mary's on the side of it, like, scratching it like a cat. And, like, (laughs) finally she realizes this isn't working. I know we don't record ourselves, but that would be great. (laughs) I don't want that on the internet. I can imagine what it would look like. She shut up, punches through the glass, and then starts trying to pull Tanya out. And she, like, cuts her arm on jagged glass. Mary does? Yeah. Then the sheriff grabs the bear trap and throws it at the back of Mary's head. (laughs) Tanya tries to start the car while Mary grabs the trap off her head and starts to pull the sheriff in because it's on a chain. No, you wouldn't be able to do that, girl. She picks up the sheriff, WWE style, and throws him onto a fence. Mary goes back over to Tanya, but that's when the pussy posse comes to fuck shit up. Yo, that's my team, pussy posse. She is standing there, running in circles with the cats. They are ripping her shit up. She is smoking. 
The cats are scratching her so fiercely, she is lighting like a matchbook and then blows up into fire. Nice. So now she's on fire and dancing in front of Tanya while Tanya's still trying to get the car started. And then Tanya's just like, what in the fuck of God? Mary is happening. Falls to the ground. And a second later, she jumps on the windshield, but she's in her human form, but on fire. And she says, you killed my son. My only son. Does she have a fucking daughter like she's saying it like she has other children tanya accidentally backs the car up into the tree behind her and like it's stuck she starts crying though because she realizes the mother's dead and then clovis jumps in and kind of scares her she reaches over to grab him and she's holding him as they watch the flames together and she says it's just me and you clovis just me and you be my faux blanket the cats start to run and dance around the flames in the light of the fire Hominos. the end <laughs> <laughs> her face was just like what <laughs> you ready for some trivia what in god's fu- what is the point you ready for some trivia yeah lyman ward and cindy pickett who played tanya's parents were also married in real life at the time of filming they had met when they appeared in ferris bueller's day off where they also played a married couple okay Cute. Both Mick Garris and Machem Amick are allergic to cats, as revealed in the recent Scream Factory Blu-ray release. Amick didn't reveal this to anyone until right as the film went into production. I was dying the whole time. <laughs> Pay me extra. Mick Garris said there were a couple of ideas he put into the film that hadn't been in King's original script. One is the introduction and title sequence from that page in the Book of Arcane Knowledge, which he invented to give a little backstory. The other was the scene where the sleepwalkers are making love. In quotes, no, they're not making love. They're fucking, Garris said, laughing about the sex scene between Brian Krause and Alice Cridge. That was to show what that blue glow that he sucks out of Tanya. He sucks the life force out of a virginal woman and feeds it sexually to his mother. Injects it into his mother, if you will, with the same blue glow. So those were my two attempts to make it as clear as it needed to be as far as King and I felt. That makes sense. That cleared the whole movie up for me. If you didn't know, if you ever have sexual relations with a family member, your dick will turn into a glow stick. (laughs) There are six cameos in this film. Joe Dante, who is a laboratory assistant, John Landis, who is a laboratory technician, Clive Barker, who is a forensic technician, Tobe Hopper, who is a forensic technician, Stephen King, the graveyard caretaker, and Mark Hamill, who is one of the policemen who enters the house at the beginning of the film. Was that like at the beginning of their careers? Not Mark Hamill. He was in Star Wars in 1977. (laughs) He's Luke Skywalker. What, did Mark Hamill just walk by the set and they're like, Hey, Mark. We need an extra person. You want to be an extra? You're good looking. He's like, sure. They, I didn't even see him. Joe Dante, John Landis, Clive Barker, Tobe Hopper are all big names in horror movies. Uh, Clive Barker did, I'm pretty sure, the original Candyman and worked on um, Hellraiser. Okay. The pinhead. He, yeah. did the, he did the initial sketch for Pinhead oh, and okay, created the cool. suit. And Tobe Hopper directed the original Texas Chainsaw Mas- Massacre. John Landis did American Werewolf right. in London, and his son also is a sexual predator. And John Landis also killed a kid on set by accident. What? Y'all can look uh, this up. I don't need to. Uh, Bruce Lee's son? No. Who? John Landis killed a kid on set of one of his movies. How? 
they were in a helicopter and there wasn't enough safety safety protocols or a boat and the kid died oh jesus christ i'm pretty sure hold on you know what i'm talking about right with bruce Lee's yeah. son, yeah with the crow yeah but there's also you know coppola's kid who killed no this is all the way around um oh fuck what was his name he's in paper moon him and his daughter on paper moon o'neill ryan o'neill's son was drunk driving a boat and he had francis ford coppola's son on the boat with him and he was driving over under a bridge and he was driving so fast that they didn't have time to duck and francis ford coppola's son got decapitated is this the same dude that was on trial his his father was on trial i don't know (laughs) It was big. I'm trying to tell you about John Landis and how he killed the kid. I, I, well, I'm fucking up crime mm-hmm. stories yeah, now. Yeah, you are, because I'm naming like a million of them. John Landis, during the filming of the Twilight Zone movie, Zin? shut up, Zone movie, there was a crash, a helicopter crash, and it killed an actor, Vic Morrow, and child actor, Micah Dina Lee, and another kid actor, Renee Shin Yi Chen, who were on the ground and injured... The six helicopter passengers. The incident led to years of civil and criminal action Oh, is against that... the personal overseeing and shoot, including director John Landis and the introduction of procedures and safety standards in the filmmaking industry. Fuck, was, the, was it like a blonde kid? Uh, he was in like a kung fu movie? I don't know. And John Landis' son, who was also a filmmaker, was uh, brought up on sexual charges against women. So... All around great family. Um, yeah, really. Last trivia fact, which I mentioned already, Sleepwalkers was the first film written by Stephen King to not be based on one of his pre-existing works. Did he end up making a book off of this? No, I don't think no? so. Okay. I love this movie. It's terrible, but... It was something. Oh, yeah, it was. Cat, mama, daddy, t- son, titty, sex. <laughs> Cat, mama. <laughs> so, hope, so hope you had a good time. It was an experience for sure. Uh, we'll see you on the next one, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. Have a good afternoon, morning. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.